Scana Energy is a proud part of... Yes, touchdown! Let's go, Falcons! We're big Falcons fans. And as the official natural gas partner of the Atlanta Falcons, Scana Energy is part of all the action. So let's get fired up for our home team as we cheer them on to victory this season. Sign up with Scana today and get up to $100. Call 877-GO-SCANA or visit scanaenergy.com slash falcons and use promo code FALCONS for details. Limited time offer terms and conditions apply. Find Tom Brady for being a bitch. Right. That's exactly right. And now it's time for Fincast. Boom shakalaka. Wide receiver and fan favorite Brian Finneran is talking Dirty Bird football. Powered by Scana Energy, the official natural gas partner of the Atlanta Falcons. Looking for Finneran who leaps into the air. A touchdown. Fincast starts now. Friday, Friday, Friday. All right, Falcons fans, you are listening to FinCast, brought to you by Scan Energy, the official natural gas provider of the Atlanta Falcons. Alongside BFIN86, I'm Tyler Nelson. Finneran. I love when you introduce me as BFIN86. <laughs> well, I mean, is there Brian any other way? Brian Yeah. I could call you some B-Fin. other things. Would you like me to, you know, go well, down the list? Well, I guess that's all my social media. <laughs> I'll do that. Sally. Well, 86 your number. and BFIN. BFIN86. All right, perfect. That's, yeah. We'll go with it. That's the only thing exclusively all right. I'm referring to. Is I like it. All right, BFIN86. Um, <laughs> uh, obviously, disappointing loss in Tampa last week with maybe one of the worst calls we've ever seen. Yep. Uh, which was only then usurped by, I think, even a worse roughing passer call later on with the strip sack in, in oh, I almost said Oakland, the Las Vegas Raiders and Derek Carr. But Yeah, against the Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so have situations like that in NFL football games is unacceptable. It has to be agreed. fixed. I don't know if it will be this year, but there has to be something. The competition committee is going get to get together and, and try to figure it out mm-hmm. during the season and into next year. So it has to be fixed. Those are game-changing type plays. And Grady Jarrett, who joins us in the locker room every Tuesday at 830 here on 680 The Fan, said it didn't cost us the game. Grady sacks the quarterback, clean as anything I've ever seen, yep. spins around, Gets up, gets called for uh, roughing the passer penalty, which is ridiculous and egregious and terrible. He said on our show, he said, it wasn't the fact that that cost us the game. It cost us an opportunity to win the game. Correct. You stop him on third down, you're going to get the ball back. Uh, you have a chance to win a football game in the NFL, which is a game changer. And that was for yeah. first place. Yeah, You go to 3-2 and two instead of 2-3, and three and, and who knows what happens. You get some momentum and you feel good about yourselves and you beat Tampa Bay. It didn't happen. It is what it is at this point, and it's frustrating, but um, it, and it's almost impossible for guys like Grady to figure out how to tackle quarterbacks anymore well, these days. And a, a, a question, follow-up question to that is, what I think is pretty clear when you watch it is that Grady kind of kicked at him. Uh, that's a Grady. Bro- Brady, Brady. Tom Brady kick, kicked at him, like very, I think, clearly. So yeah. I thought when they threw the flag— That's what it was? —that the flag was going to be on Tom Brady for kicking. Right. Which is a fine in the NFL. If your first offense is like ten thousand five hundred dollars, second one is fifteen grand. After that, you might get suspended. So they're looking into that right now. That's what I was, and that was the question: was is, has there been any follow up from the league? Because you can't go back and change the result of a, pl- a play call. Obviously, even if the league, which has happened before, gone back and said, "Yeah, that shouldn't have been a call, or mm-hmm. that should have been this, or whatever." But what they can do is find Tom Brady for being a bitch. Right. That's exactly right. Baby back biatch. Whiny little bitch. So um, F it, Tom Brady. There is you the go. pervasive emotion 20, that I left that game with. 21-15. <laughs> 
Take the L, move to two and three, and now you got to focus on the San Francisco. And a stat 49ers. that I heard that I didn't realize is that going into that game, he was eleven and zero against the Falcons, and so I guess he's yeah. now twelve and zero, which is just a heartbreaking yeah. thing to know. But I think I moving. lost. I was part of a couple of those, at least. <laughs> really? Yeah. I was. How many? I didn't. I didn't twice. Know. I think you put, put against once, Brady once in New England. It's a decent game, and then once I think in the Georgia Dome. Wow. Okay. I guess because so your yeah. last year was oh seven. Uh, thank you. Two thousand ten. Um, What's the difference? Yeah, three years of <laughs> paychecks in playing. Might have been, yeah, I think twice. And then he's, and then obviously playing him in the NFC South now twice a year has added to those. Stats. Right, of course. Yeah, no, I knew that actually. What is it? Because you're ninety nine was when you joined the team. Yep. And then to two thousand ten. Yeah, makes sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not to dwell too long on a heartbreaking and an angering loss. Of, it could, it, again, it's just one of those things. that's like, can we just like lose a game normally? Like, if we're gonna lose, okay, we're gonna lose. Just like lose normally without something. Like catastrophic or weird happening, right. or just, or in, just the, in the throes of a, just a normal game, called correctly, nothing crazy happening. Go play football, clean, fundamentally sound football. But no, something's always got to go. Always got to happen because Atlanta Falcons football. Mm-hmm. All right, so now we move ahead to San Francisco at home. We got the Fighting Kyle Shanahan's coming in, and uh, what is their record right now? Are they three and one. No, they are three and two. Three and two. So a game ahead of us, and uh, they're a good football team. They're the best defense in the NFL right now. They took care of a bad Chicago team to start the season. Mm-hmm. Beat up on Seattle. Their loss was to Denver of all teams. Yeah, in I Denver, that. And, and that was a close game, wasn't it? Yeah, they've lost to Chicago and Denver, two teams Which that are, are the, not very good. No, right, Chicago m- more so. Even, yeah, but. and they beat um, Seattle. The Charger, uh, the Rams, and the Carolina Panthers last week. They stayed this year, this week, in West Virginia, so they didn't have to fly back across the country. Sure. Which so, the Falcons did last week. Yeah, exactly. So they've they've been on the road for a minute, and now they're um, or a few weeks ago, excuse me. Yeah, now they're moving into Atlanta. Let me ask you this question: In your experience, how many times did you ever have to do that when you were playing? Did oh, you, like stay uh, across on, on one side. I think of the country? twice. I think we played we played Oakland Raiders, an AFC team at the time, and then we had a division game against the Forty ers Okay, so we stayed in the Bay Area for a full week, and then we may have done it one other time. We went Arizona and the Rams, or something like that. So maybe twice in my career. It's not the most fun thing to do. You're away from your family for a right. full week. It's different. You're practicing but at different places. Physically and mentally and stuff, how much does that affect you? Um, because I mean, you're in hotels, you're staying in nice places. Yeah. It, it's, it's not no. too. It, no, it's not. It doesn't. You're professional. You you figure out how to do it. You're in the same spot. You're still working out. You're still playing the same game. The physical part of it is the reason why you stay there. So you don't have to get on a plane right. and travel uh-huh. across the country. Th- so it doesn't mess with your body and your no. sleep schedule and all that no, stuff, right? It's all so. good. Okay, so it's not too much of a factor. It's not too going to really set, set them off too much. San Francisco has a pretty good defense. However, Javon Kinlaw and Joey Bosa are both questionable. That's yes? right. Yes. Does that question? Kinlaw is. Yeah, I think they're both questionable, and the whole defensive line is banged up. Uh, Eric Armstead is out, mm-hmm. big old son of a That's bitch right. in the Armstead. middle, does a good job. And then Bosa's questionable with the groin, Kinlaw's questionable with the knee. Those, with such a vaunted defensive line mm-hmm. and pass rush, of course, with Bosa especially, if they're out, if they're not playing, is that our window with the run game? Because I think now what the, the personality or the, um, I don't know, operating ethos of this Falcons football team is throw it some run most we are the, with the second best run defense in run offense, uh, run offense excuse me in football uh which was first and obviously now we lost Cordell Patterson for a few games we're still number two and I mean I think Caleb Huntley is 
uh, he's been a real find, I think. Yeah, two, for Only sure. two games, but but he's really been impressive, I think. So He runs hard. He puts his foot in the ground. He gets downhill. He's not afraid of contact. And he can also make people miss. So he does a, he does a really good job. So is that what we're looking at this, this Sunday is a run Listen, heavy? We're averaging 20 throws a game, which is not what people do in the NFL. The only other team that's doing that is Chicago Bears, I think. And Justin Fields averaging 19 passes a game. Oof. Yeah, and, and it's just not good. And I know I heard Arthur Smith this week say you just keep hitting that dam, hitting that dam, hitting that dam, and you finally get a break in it, and you, and you make some plays. But you did that against Tampa Bay, and it took you th- two and a half, three quarters to break through that dam, uh-huh. and then it was too late. It's uh-huh. twenty-one nothing, and you finally get on the board a couple times and, and make it a decent game. But you got to be better in the pass game. There's no question about that at all. Mark, Marcus Mariota has to figure out how to be a better passer. Arthur Smith has to figure out how to get the ball to Drake London and Kyle Pitts, give them m- multiple targets and. Even though these guys are hurt for San Francisco, they got backups that are good too, and their linebacker core is legit. So it's going to be a tough, tough matchup. Okay, well, before we finish analyzing our likelihood of having a non-dramatic loss this weekend, Mm -hmm. uh, why don't we do Ben Cash? Okay, Finn, what are the games you picked out this weekend? So I got two games this week. I like Minnesota Vikings going down to Miami. Uh, Miami's on their mm-hmm. third-string quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater, mm-hmm. out with the concussion last week. They sat him out, and then obviously Tua Tungavailoa is still mm-hmm. sitting out. He's practicing, but he's out as well. Uh, probably won't play this week. So I like Minnesota minus three on the road in Miami. Minnesota just, they're so loaded with Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson, and if Kirk Cousins can, can get in a groove and do what he's been doing, I think they find a way to win that game. Who is Miami's third-string quarterback? Oh, I'm sorry. His name is Skylar Thompson. He came in after one play last week when um, Bridgewater got hurt, went 19 of 33, had an interception, a fumble, zero touchdowns, and threw for 166 I would have been surprised if you said Charlie Whitehurst. Right. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Clipboard Jesus. Mm -hmm. But what's the the spread on that? Minnesota's favored by three. I'll take the Vikings to cover that spread. They're 4-1 on the season so far. And then my second one, I think I like Dallas. Sunday night football going to Philadelphia. Philadelphia's got a hell of a weekend, by the way. They got two Braves games mm-hmm. uh, in the divisional series. Yep. And then they got a Sunday night matchup against a really good football team. Philly is undefeated. They're favored by six and a half. Uh, as we like to say, how do you like Big D? Uh, the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys defense is number one in the, in the NFL, and they are playing really well. And Cooper Rush is doing just enough not to hurt this football team at the, uh, filling in for Dak Prescott. And I think he does a good enough job to keep them close. I think th- these are the type of divisional games that stay close for whatever reason, and I think they can cover that spread. I don't know if they win, but I like Dallas plus six and a half. Yeah, and that's that's going to be a good game. That's a, that is a oh, yeah. and that is a when you talk about Sunday night football, that is a Sunday night football game, big time. Four and one versus five and zero. Oh. Cool, great. I like those. I want you to pick our Falcons game this week. Falcons are plus five and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, they haven't. Not covered this whole season. They're only so, team in the NFL not to cover the spread every single week. Five, so six, I like the Falcons to cover. All right, I like it. There you go. Uh, I'm I'm think San Francisco wins, but I think the Falcons cover. All right. So, all right, that is Finn Cash. Um, do, are we going to have Kyle Pitts this weekend? Do we know? It looks like yes. He's practiced okay, Wednesday, Thursday, and probably get out there again today. He'll be fine. So one of the things you talked about earlier on in, in the season, and I want to come back to, is Marcus Marriott because you just talked about Marcus Marriott needs to enter thing here well things really mm-hmm. but the only thing is it, you said earlier in the season was that he it doesn't look like he has this like killer instinct and that is part of that as i joked in the last episode marcus Mariota hates the football huh. he still hasn't found it 
And it's it, say what you want about a passing, say what you want about his overall skill. He hasn't ha- found this like what looks like a joie de vivre, uh, for want of a better mm-hmm. term. He hasn't found his feet emotionally. It looks like on the football field. He there's something going on. He's had a fumble or a pick in the fourth quarter of every game so far. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a killer instinct. It's that moment where you have a moment to make that play for right. your team. He doesn't seem to have that clutch gene in him where he can make it happen so far. And I don't remember watching him enough to really think if he have an opinion about him that way or not. Well, college Previously, he was a machine, yeah. but not in the NFL so far at, yeah. at any point. And and that's pro- so. Do you think that that is really him, or is just because he hasn't been a starter in two years? Do you uh, think he'll be able to find that? I think he is what he is. Yeah. Um, I think his his play limits his ability to have that clutch gene. Mm-hmm. Um, the inability for the Falcons to throw the ball down the field and stretch the field, it makes it very easy on defenses to sit in there, play against the run, and not worry too much about balls going you know, 35, 40 yards. And yet there's, there have been a couple – a couple really like long bomb attempts each game. So is yeah, you got to throw it. Every team has to throw it. You have to th- at least threaten a little bit. I don't know that we've completed one of them. I don't think I can yeah. think of. I don't think we have a 35, 40 yard air ball. You know, uh-uh. a go route yeah. down the sideline. And that, there's a thing in the NFL where when you run a go route versus off coverage or bump and run, if you can get a free release, you hit your fifth step as a quarterback and you let it go and you don't throw it as far as you can you put some touch on it and you throw it the number is and it's interesting where the uh, numbers are on the field there's probably I don't know if there's eight yards between the numbers or maybe there's more than that in the sideline in the sideline but you want to save yourself about five yards from the sideline and 42 yards down the field is where the the money shot (laughs) is in the NFL I've never heard this it's been studied Uh, they've looked at it by the time the quarterback hits his fifth step and lets it go. When you uh, say fifth step, you mean drop back? Yeah, dr- five-step okay. drop, hits that fifth, maybe takes a tiny hitch, and lets it go, give it a receiver that time to go 42 yards down the field and go make a catch. By the time he gets there, and it can be a little farther, it could be a little shorter, depending on what the, happens at the line of scrimmage or what it does, but that is the money spot in the NFL where, where they've studied it, they've looked at it, and you try to keep yourself a little room from the sideline in case he wants to throw it over your outside shoulder a little bit, right? and, um, and try to get to that spot you're talking about. Okay, so if the Falcons are to win, first of all, that is absolutely fascinating. I'd never heard that. But if the Falcons are to win, what goes right? You hit some plays downfield. You have to stretch this defense out a little bit and make them think. This 49ers, you've got to make them think you can throw the ball a little bit, which mm-hmm. we can't so far. So it'll be interesting. I don't think we can do what we did against Tampa last week and try to run the ball right. as much as we did. If you can be successful on first down, and that means three, preferably four or more yards, mm-hmm. that leaves you in second and six, second and seven, it makes it much more manageable. We had nine tackles for a loss against us, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They were in our backfield all day. Yep. And that makes it second and 12, second and 15, second and 11 is a tough one to overcome. So the more you can be ahead of the chains, the more you can leave yourself third and three, third and five, third and six even, it, it, it increases your chances. So offensively for me, that's what it's about. Defensively, this team is loaded. Kyle mm-hmm. Shanahan moves guys around. Puts yep. running backs uh, at wide receiver. Puts wide receivers at running back. Shifts, motions, scheme. It's uh, it's going to be a tough matchup. And, and but this team keeps fighting. I'm I'm not putting anything past them. Like you said, they've covered every spread. They've been in every game. Fun team to watch. I love the way they play physically. So things got to bounce right for us. The last thing I'll say, Jimmy Garoppolo throws one or two passes a game minimum. That it's almost like he's throwing to the wrong team. And you have a chance to intercept him and ch- change the field and, and get a, a quick turnover, you have to catch the ball. 
A.J. Terrell we had dropped a chance. A.J. Terrell had one last week. And yeah. First series of the game. He had a chance to pick off the ball, set the tone for the game, Hit have the, the ball at midfield, and you just drop it. And you can't do that as a defensive back, and uh, it, it comes back to bite you. So get a turnover on Jimmy Garoppolo, figure out how to stretch the field a little bit, and then hope and pray defensively that you can hold up. Oh, since it's that there easy, let's, uh, let's bank on a Falcons win. What do you I think like happens, it. though? I'm nervous about this. this. is the one game I'm nervous about. The fact that their defensive line is beat up, I think we have a better There's chance. Opportunity. I like your mindset. Let's keep betting the Falcons and the points until they prove us wrong. They keep fighting. They got that dog in them. Mm-hmm. Grady Jarrett again shows up every fourth quarter, it seems like, when we need him. Sure does. So I'll take Falcons in plus five and a half as well. That's going back to that thing about like brand identity of what this team is. Is I was, I was hanging out with someone from a uh, friend of mine at the Falcons yesterday, and, and he said what I, what I guess you were kind of saying there is this team is the most fun they've been to watch in years. Yeah, I think you can see it in the fan base too. It, yeah, it re- and, I mean, not just that we were better than we thought we would be or whatever. It's just that there is a – there's a dog in them, man. And yeah. every time I think, okay, we're out of this game, I'm just going to turn it off and walk away. Nope, they come surging back. And, you know, it sucks that we have to come back at all, you know, whether it's the right. Saints or uh, this past weekend against Tampa. But the fact that they're still doing it, the fact that they don't give up in the fourth quarter like previous Falcons teams have or find unique ways to lose yep. in the fourth quarter. So I, I'm with you. I think it's going to be it's a definitely a very tough game. And we know mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan is an offensive master. But – yeah, with with yeah. the beat up defensive line, I think that's our opportunity. So fingers and toes crossed, I guess. And yeah, for sure. But if you can find a way to be competitive and maybe win a game of these next two 49ers and Bengals, you really yeah. go on a soft stretch with three out of four home games: Panthers, Chargers, Panthers away, and then the Bears. I mean, you can legitimately win three out of four of those against two two Panthers and one Bears. Well, especially the Bears. Yeah. If we can't if we can't beat the Bears, then I'm hey the 49ers didn't. So that's exactly right. Crazy. <laughs> if the Bears can beat them, so can we. That's right. All right, Falcons fans. Well, you have uh, been with us for another episode of FinCast. Uh, go Falcons. We'll see you next week. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to FinCast, brought to you by Scana Energy, the official natural gas partner of the Atlanta Falcons. FinCast is hosted by Brian Finneran, co-hosted and executive produced by Tyler Nelson. If you'd like to reach out to the show, email Tyler at tyler at 68 FinCast is hosted by 68 on the podcastpark.com and is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Opening and closing music by Atlanta band Gringo Star and their song, I Will Not Follow. Thanks for tuning in to FinCast. We'll see you next week. Son of a bitch.
Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. Hi, I'm Mark Beckham with Atlanta Ramjack. We specialize in only foundation repair. What is foundation repair? Foundations sink or settle. These issues need to be addressed. It only becomes more costly the longer you put it off. What is the biggest cause of foundation problem? Either poor construction, inferior site preparation, or weather. Drought causes cracks in your foundations. If you see any signs of foundation issues, please contact us at atlantaramjack.com. 